Welcome everyone, live from McKillop College, Werribee in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Mac Live on Live FM. My name is Grace and my co-hosts today are Adriel, Chloe and Tara. And our special guest today is Callie. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. So you're from IPC Health? I am, yeah. So what do you specialise in? Um, so currently at the moment I work in the Gamblers Help Counselling team. So I work specifically with people with gambling issues and um, people that are affected by other people's gamblers gambling behaviour. Okay. Um, why did you choose this path? Um, I'm really interested in working with people with addictions. Um, so my background is drug and alcohol and I have a long history of working with people with drug and alcohol issues, but I wanted to try something different, but still remain the same lines in addiction. Yeah. What made you want to help people? Um, I actually worked as a pastry chef for about four years. Um, so a really different career and, um, I, I wanted to try something different. I wanted to work specifically with people rather than food. Um, and uh, like I said, addictions was, is just something that really interests me. Yeah. Um, what is the average age group you help? Is there multiple ages or do you just have one big group? Yeah, okay. So specifically at IPC Health, we work with those um, over the age of 18 um, and there's no um, age limit. They have to just be over the age of 18. So you said you had a history of drug and alcohol. Is that working with it or yourself? No, that's working with people with drug and alcohol issues. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So why did, how come you change from drug and working with people with drug addiction Mm -hmm. to... To gambling. gambling, yeah. Um, I, I feel like addictions is very, the, the two addictions are very similar, but I, I guess it was just to try something different. Um, there was just that interest with gambling being so prominent in the community um, and I guess just feeling like I would like to make some changes in the community around gambling harm. So when did you change from the mental health and drug to mm-hmm. gambling? Um, it would have been about 2014. Okay. Yeah, a while back. <laughs> Where did you work last? Where did I work last? Yeah. As in prior to this, this um, yeah. um, prior to this, I was working still at IPC Health as a drug and alcohol counsellor. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so I was employed with IPC Health and I worked there as a drug and alcohol counsellor yeah. um, and I did this position for about four years before moving into the um, Gambler's Help team. Since you've worked with like people that have had drug and alcohol abuse mm-hmm. um what like what's the biggest cause or like lead up to that addiction wow well i mean it, it can vary and it, and it changes depending on the person um some people might be exposed to it at a young age through their peers or perhaps their parents for example um it could be normalized um you know it could just be that people you know, are experiencing mental health issues, for example, might turn to substance use as a way of managing that. Um, A lot of people will turn to substance (coughs) use for different reasons. Some people just start using it as a form of recreation um, and then unfortunately they might become addicted to the substance. Which one is like the most common? Um, Especially in like kids our age. Yeah. I mean, that's a hard one. I think alcohol and cannabis are quite prominent. Mm-hmm. Um, but def- definitely the other stimulants such as amphetamine and methamphetamine as well. Um, and then obviously cocaine, a lot of people, a lot of young people are using cocaine as well. 
what drug causes the most damage, do you oh, reckon? Wow. All of them. Yeah, yeah, that's a really hard question, I think, to answer because, you know, obviously drugs don't just affect us physically, but they can affect us mentally as yeah. well. They affect us, um, they affect people around us as well. Um, so obviously different substances impact um, physically in, uh, in, in different ways. Um, so obviously stimul- stimulants will increase the heart rate, whereas a depressant will um, slow down the heart rate. Yeah. So they obviously do different things. Um, but obviously, you know, things will can affect the, the kidneys and the liver. Um, and I think the most, the, the worst thing about it is the mental health issues that yeah. can obviously be caused. You know, some, some of these stimulants can cause people to have drug-induced psychosis, for example. Yeah. Um, you know, where they're hearing things and seeing things, um, feeling delusional. Um, what's the worst case you've had to deal with? Yeah. Oh, that, that's another really broad question. Um, oh goodness, you've put me on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> I've ha- dealt with a lot of really um, difficult cases, but, you know, definitely when people come in with a lot of complex issues, you know, so mental health issues, substance yep. use issues, um, those with minimal supports as well, um, if those are having thoughts of self-harm or suicide, for example. Um, so, yeah, those that come in with just, I guess, are a lot of complex background and trauma and a lot, a lot of issues. Yeah. Yeah. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to Mac Live on Live FM, live from McKillop College, Werribee. My name is Grace and my co-hosts today are Asia, Tara and Chloe and my special guest is Kelly. So back on their mental health part, mm-hmm. if someone refuses help but like their life is at risk, mm-hmm. what what's like, what do you do? Generally, if their life is at risk, um, that person, they generally have to seek treatment, yeah. So you can call a mental health professional, um, you can call an ambulance, um, the police might come along with them um, and that person can be sent to hospital. They can be institutionalised if they're at risk of harming themselves or anybody else. Absolutely. What do you recommend to school students that are struggling with abuse? Um, I would be saying to seek support, definitely, um, whether that be from a GP, whether that be from your school counsellor, uh, mental health service locally, such as Headspace, um, definitely be seeking support earlier rather than later. Um, I would be encouraging them to do that, um, not to feel the shame associated with it. You know, there is that help out there. Um, what's your best advice you give to your patients? <laughs> I don't generally give advice. Um, no, that's not what we do. But we're there basically there to support our clients. We're not there to give them advice. But um, it would just be to to be able to work on their goals. You know, to to um, focus on what it is that they would like to do. You know, it, it's you're not impossible. Yeah. What do you reckon? Like brings patients in. Like what do what gives them the courage to come in and ask you guys for support? I think majority of them is because they have hit rock bottom and they don't know what else to do. Mm. Um, and like I said, they're potentially, you know, thinking about where where to, you know, most of them, you know, might be thinking of self-harm or suicide. They might be at risk of going to prison, for example. Um, their relationships have broke down. So um, they've hit rock bottom, they've got nowhere else to go and, and unfortunately that's when we would usually see people. Um, be nice to see them prior to that, you know, be nice to see them prior to that. That's all we have time for today. 
thank you to our guest, Callie. It's been a great pleasure talking to you today, live from McKillop College. You have been listening to Mac Live on Live FM. My name is Grace and my co-hosts today were Chloe, Angel, Tara. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have found the information today useful. Until next time, have a great day. Bye.